Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one of them. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 18, beginning in verse 1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall in his own esteem. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The first one to plead his cause seems right, until his neighbor comes and examines him. Casting lots causes contentions to cease and keeps the mighty apart. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor man uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother.
Friends, today I'm going to highlight two of these verses from Proverbs 18. Verse 4 says, The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. And verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Friends, I often talk about the importance of our words on this podcast, and I'm just going to stress once again, just listening to this proverb, there's two other verses just in this one proverb that talks about the importance of our words. But I like verse 4. It says, The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. Deep waters. And when I think of deep waters, I think of a, of a waterfall. And, you know, I am taping this three weeks in advance, and my wife and I are getting ready to go on a trip to Hawaii. And by the time this is published... We will have already been back. But I am looking forward to seeing the waterfalls in Maui, an island in Hawaii. I sit there and think of the freshness, of the purity. And friends, that is how our words are. And in verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And friends, we are going to have what comes out of our mouth. Now, I'm going to give a particular example. Now, yesterday I went and got my hair cut. And um, by the time this publishes, I will have had my birthday, and I will now be 66 years old. And one of the words that you're never going to hear coming out of my mouth is the word old. I don't even have that concept that I'm old. And yet, yesterday, the woman who cut my hair, she told me that she was old. And I was kind of confused by that comment because she's talking about her, her daughter that had just turned 20. And I'm thinking, wow, she's got a daughter that's 20 years old. I'm thinking, in my mind, I've got a granddaughter that just turned 18. And then after that, she said, yeah, I'm just about to turn 50. And the wheels started turning in my mind. And I'm sitting there thinking, wait a minute, she is 16 years younger than I am. And she thinks she is old. Now, friends, I would like to specifically talk to those of you who have grandkids or kids. And I will remind you that they look at everything you do and they listen to every word that you say. So if you have kids or grandkids and you're often in those presence, I want you to especially be mindful of the words that you speak. I want you to be an example to them. I really would like for you to give this some thought because many people don't do that. And sometimes I often hear 
people talk in front of kids and say things that really they shouldn't be saying, knowing that kids are listening to them. But guys, you know, when you have kids and grandkids around, you know, what? how do you want them to look at you? How do you want to be remembered? Do you want them to look at you in a positive light? Or do you want them to look at you as someone who gripes and complains all the time? Really, really think about this. And I know so many people are in a certain pattern and you are so used to doing things that this concept that our words are important and we need to be careful and mindful of the words that come out of our mouth. Friends, some of us need to think about this. I'm going to go back to yesterday's um, podcast and, and, well, yesterday's proverb. In Proverbs 17, listen to verse 28. It says, Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. And when it says when he holds his peace, meaning when he's quiet, when he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. So friends, think about that. Because if you spout off and talk about all kinds of things, you're considered a fool. It's basically foolish to be talking about some of the things that a number of you or us Because sometimes I make a mistake and sometimes I slip and I think to myself, wow, I shouldn't have said that. So be quick to come to that realization, but be mindful of the words that you speak. And especially if you are a teacher. Now here I'm talking about being a grandparent, being a parent, but friends, if you are in a position of authority, Listen to what James chapter 3, verse 1 says. It says, Thank goodness not many of us are teachers, for we shall be held to a higher account. So friends, if you are in a position of authority, like if you're boss of a company, or if you're in a CEO of some type of thing, and you have people who listen to you, May I suggest that you have a positive outlook and speak positive things. Listen to Proverbs 18.21 again. It says, and he who loves it will eat its fruit. Friends, our tongue and the words that come out of our mouth have power. And those that love it, that you love the power of words. So may I suggest that you use your words in a positive fashion. Hopefully, that will give some of you a chance to pause. And my call to action is very simple as we close out the week. What I'd like for you to go to God in prayer and ask God, Father, do I have an issue with this? Are my words Is this something that I need to consider, that I need to ponder? And if I'm speaking to you and you know you have an issue with this, simply ask God for wisdom. Ask God to help you 
with your words. And over the course of the next couple days, just be mindful and ask yourself and just listen to the words that come out of your mouth and ask yourself, should I have said that? How you say your words. It's not the words that come out of your mouth a lot of times. It's how you say them. But watch your words carefully. And the suggested scripture reading today, since we're out on the weekend, is today, Friday. Reread chapter 18. Tomorrow is Saturday the 19th. Please reread Proverb 19 tomorrow. And Sunday the 20th, please read Proverb 20 on Sunday. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming down to earth. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross and that you were buried. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. When you died on that cross, you have forgiven me of all of my sins. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus, I recognize I am a sinner, and I ask that you lead me and guide me. Come into my heart. I ask that you help me with this issue that I have. I ask that you come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, I ask that you go on my website, wisdomtodaybk.com. Simply go on there, find the contact tab at the top of the page, simply click on that tab, fill in your name, you will have a space where you can write and inform me that you repeated that prayer. I want to thank you for repeating that prayer and welcome you into the family of God. You are now my brother and sister in Christ, but it's important that you find a good local church that preaches directly out of the Bible. It's also important that you surround yourself with a couple strong Christians who can help you grounded and help you in your new walk. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, have a great weekend. Go out with your wife. Go out with your kids. Have a lot of fun. Tell them how much God loves them and how much you love them. And please rejoin me on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.